scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to day two of week 29 of the daily Bible reading. Today we're in 1 Kings 22, 2 Chronicles 18, and Matthew chapter 2. But before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our holy God and Father, we are grateful that we can read about your son today and how he was a child, and your protection for him as you planned to have him grow up to be our Savior. We are grateful for him above all things. We are also happy to read today about those who are faithful to you, but also to see the mistakes that they made. We pray that you would help us to see those mistakes and avoid them in our lives so that you would be pleased with us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now let's read 1 Kings chapter 22. They lived three years, and there was no war between Aram and Israel. It happened in the third year, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, went down to the king of Israel. And the king of Israel said to his servants, Do you know that Ramoth-Gilead belongs to us, and we are doing nothing about taking it from the hand of the king of Aram? Then he said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to the battle for Ramoth-Gilead? Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am like you, my people are like your people, my horses are like your horses. Jehoshaphat also said to the king of Israel, Please inquire for the word of Yahweh today. Then the king of Israel assembled the prophets, about four hundred men, and he said to them, Shall I go up against Ramoth Gilead for the battle, or should I refrain? Then they said, Go up, for the Lord will give it into the hand of the king. So Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of Yahweh here that we might still inquire from him? Then the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is still one man to inquire from Yahweh, but I despise him, for he never prophesies anything good concerning me, but only bad, Micaiah the son of Imlah. Then Jehoshaphat said, The king should not say so. The king of Israel summoned a certain court official, and he said, Quickly fetch Micaiah son of Imlah. The king of Israel and Jehoshaphat king of Judah were each sitting on his throne, dressed in their robes at the threshing floor at the entrance of the gate of Samaria, with all the prophets prophesying before them. Zedekiah son of Kenanah made horns of iron for himself and said, Thus says Yahweh, With these you shall gore the Arameans until finishing them. All of the prophets were likewise prophesying, saying, Go up to Ramoth-Gilead and triumph, and Yahweh will give it into the hand of the king. Then the messenger who had gone to summon Micaiah said to him, Please now, the words of the prophet are unanimously favorable to the king. Please let your words be as one word with them, and speak favorably. Then Micaiah said, As Yahweh lives, surely only as Yahweh speaks to me, that will I speak. When he came to the king, the king asked him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to the battle, or shall we refrain? He said to him, Go up and triumph, and Yahweh will give it into the hand of the king. Then the king said to him, How many times must I make you swear that you shall not tell me anything but the truth in the name of Yahweh? So he said, I saw all of Israel scattering to the mountains, like the sheep without a shepherd. Yahweh also said, There are no masters for these. Let them return in peace each to his house. Then the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not say to you that he would not prophesy good concerning me, but disaster? And he said, Therefore hear the word of Yahweh. I saw Yahweh sitting on his throne, with all the hosts of heaven standing beside him from his right hand and from his left hand. 
And Yahweh said, Who will entice Ahab so that he will go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? Then this one was saying one thing, and the other one was saying another. Then a spirit came out and stood before Yahweh and said, I will entice him. And Yahweh said to him, How? He said, I will go out and will be a false spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, You shall entice and succeed, go out and do so. So then see that Yahweh has placed a false spirit in the mouth of all these your prophets, and Yahweh has spoken disaster concerning you. Then Zedekiah son of Canaanah came near and slapped Micaiah on the cheek and said, When did the spirit of Yahweh pass from me to speak with you? Then Micaiah said, Behold, you are about to see on that day when you go from room to room to hide. The king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and return him to Ammon, the commander of the city, and to Jehoash, the son of the king, and say, Thus says the king, Put this fellow in the house of imprisonment, and feed him reduced rations of food and water until I come in peace. Then Micaiah said, If you indeed return in peace, then Yahweh has not spoken with me. Then he said, Let all the peoples hear. Then the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat king of Judah went up to Ramoth-Gilead. Then the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into the battle, but you wear your robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself, and he went into the battle. The king of Aram commanded his thirty-two chariot commanders, saying, You shall not fight with small or great, but only against the king of Israel, him alone. When the chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they said, Surely he is the king of Israel. And they turned to fight against him, so Jehoshaphat called out, when the chariot commanders saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned away from him. But another man drew his bow fully and struck the king of Israel between the armor scales and the breastplate. So he said to his chariot driver, Turn the chariot and bring me out of the camp, for I am wounded. The battle intensified on that day, and the king was being propped up on the chariot opposite Aram. But he died in the evening, and the blood of the wound ran out to the floor of the chariot. Then the shout passed through the camp about sunset, saying, Each man to his city, and each to his land. So the king died, and they brought him to Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. They washed the chariot by the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked his blood. Now the prostitutes washed themselves there, according to the word of Yahweh which he had spoken. The remainder of the acts of Ahab, and all that he did, and the ivory palace, and all the cities that he built, are they not written in the scroll of the events of the days of the kings of Israel? So Ahab slept with his ancestors, and Ahaziah his son became king in his place. Jehoshaphat the son of Asa became king over Judah in the fourth year of Ahab king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was thirty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned twenty-five years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Azubah, daughter of Shilhai. He walked in all the way of Asa his father, and he did not turn aside from it, doing right in the eyes of Yahweh. Only he did not remove the high places. The people were still sacrificing and burning incense on the high places. But Jehoshaphat made peace with the king of Israel. The remainder of the acts of Jehoshaphat, his powerful deeds he did, and how he fought, are they not written in the scroll of the events of the days of the kings of Judah? The remainder of the male shrine prostitutes who were left over in the days of Asa his father, he exterminated from the land. There was not a king in Edom, a governor served as king. Jehoshaphat built ships of the Tarshish type to go to Ophir for the gold, but he did not go because the ships were destroyed at Ezion-Geber. Then Ahaziah son of Ahab said to Jehoshaphat, Let my servants go with your servants in the ships. But Jehoshaphat was not willing. 
And Jehoshaphat slept with his ancestors, and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David his ancestor, and Joram his son became king in his place. Ahaziah son of Ahab became king over Israel in Samaria in the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat king of Judah, and he reigned over Israel two years. He did evil in the eyes of Yahweh, and he went in the way of his father and his mother, and in the way of Jeroboam son of Nebat, who caused Israel to sin. He served Baal and bowed down to him, and he provoked Yahweh the God of Israel according to all that his father did. Now, in the reading we're about to do in Second Chronicles 18, it says that Jehoshaphat became son-in-law to Ahab. That's not actually what it says. It says that he allied himself by marriage to Ahab, and we'll find out later that his son is married to Ahab's daughter. So I think the translators got it wrong in this case, but I'll still read it as it's translated. Second Chronicles chapter 18 Now Jehoshaphat had much wealth and honor, and he became son-in-law to Ahab. And after some years he went down to Ahab in Samaria. And Ahab slaughtered many sheep and cattle for him, and for the people who were with him, and urged him to go up against Ramoth-Gilead. And Ahab the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat king of Judah, Will you go up with me to Ramoth-Gilead? And he answered him, I am as you are, and my people are as your people with you in war. Then Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Seek first of all the word of Yahweh. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets, four hundred men, and he said to them, Shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall we cease? And they said, Go up, for God will give it into the hand of the king. Then Jehoshaphat said, Is there not another prophet of Yahweh that we might inquire of him? Then the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom to seek Yahweh, but I hate him, because he never prophesies good concerning me, but always disaster. He is Micaiah, the son of Imlah. Then Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say thus. Then the king of Israel called to a eunuch and said, Quickly bring Micaiah, the son of Imlah. Now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, were each sitting on his throne, clothed in robes. And they were sitting at the threshing floor at the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets were prophesying before them. And Zedekiah, the son of Canaanah, made for himself horns of iron, and he said, Thus says Yahweh, with these you will gore Aram to their destruction. And all the prophets prophesied thus, saying, Go up to Ramoth-Gilead and triumph. Yahweh will give it into the hand of the king. Then the messenger who went to call Micaiah said to him, Behold, the words of the prophets are good with one voice to the king. Please let your word be as one with them and speak good. But Micaiah said, As Yahweh lives, only what God has said, that will I speak. And when he had come to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to war, or shall we cease? And he said, Go up and triumph, they shall be given into your hand. But the king said to him, How many times shall I make you swear that you speak nothing except the truth in the name of Yahweh? Then he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the mountains like sheep that had no shepherd. And Yahweh said, These have no masters, let them return to his own house in peace. Then the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not say to you he would not prophesy good concerning me, but only disaster? Then Micaiah said, Therefore hear the word of Yahweh. I saw Yahweh sitting upon his throne with all the host of heaven standing on his right and on his left. And Yahweh said, Who will entice Ahab the king of Israel that he would go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said this, and another said that. Then a spirit came forth and stood before Yahweh and said, I will entice him. Then Yahweh said to him, By what means? 
Then he said, I will go forth, and will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, You will entice him, and will also succeed. Go out and do so. So now, behold, Yahweh has put a spirit of deception into the mouths of these your prophets. Yahweh has spoken disaster against you. Then Zedekiah the son of Canaanah came near and struck Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way did the spirit of Yahweh come from me to speak to you? Then Micaiah said, Behold, you will see on that day when you go into a private room to hide yourself. Then the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and return him to Ammon the commander of the city, and to Jehoash the son of the king, and say, Thus says the king, Put this one into the prison house, and let him eat a meager ration of bread and water until I return in peace. And Micaiah said, If you surely return in peace, Yahweh has not spoken with me. Then he said, Hear, peoples, all of them. Then the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat king of Judah went up to Ramoth-Gilead. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into battle, but you wear your garments. So the king of Israel disguised himself, and they went to war. Now the king of Aram had commanded the commanders of his chariot, saying, Do not fight with the small or the great, but only with the king of Israel. And it happened that when the commanders of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, then they said, It is the king of Israel. And they turned against him to fight. Then Jehoshaphat cried out, and Yahweh helped him. God drove them away from him. And it happened that when the commanders of the chariots saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from following him. Now a certain man drew the bow at random, and struck the king of Israel between the soldering of his breastplate armor. Then he said to the chariot driver, Turn around, get me away from the war camp, for I am wounded. The battle went on that day, and the king of Israel was propped up in the chariot facing Aram until the evening, and he died at the time of the going down of the sun. All right, now let's read Matthew chapter 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star at its rising and have come to worship him. And when king Herod heard it, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And after calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired from them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you will go out a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly summoned the wise men and determined precisely from them the time when the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go inquire carefully concerning the child, and when you have found him, report to me, so that I also may come and worship him. After they listened to the king, they went out, and behold, the star which they had seen at its rising led them until it came and stood above the place where the child was. Now when they saw the star, they rejoiced with very great joy. And when they came into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And opening their treasure boxes, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. Now after they had gone away, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph, saying, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you, for Herod is about to seek the child to destroy him. So he got up and took the child and his mother during the night and went away to Egypt. 
and he was there until the death of Herod, in order that what was said by the Lord through the prophet would be fulfilled, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been deceived by the wise men, became very angry, and he sent soldiers and executed all the children in Bethlehem and in all the region around it, from the age of two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined precisely from the wise men. Then what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she did not want to be comforted, because they exist no longer. Now after Herod had died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who are seeking the life of the child are dead. So he got up, and took the child and his mother, and entered the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and being warned in a dream, he took refuge in the regions of Galilee. And he came and lived in a town called Nazareth, in order that what was said by the prophets would be fulfilled, he will be called a Nazarene. All right. That last prophecy, he will be called a Nazarene, is not found anywhere in the Old Testament. But apparently the prophets that were around when Jesus was born had been prophesying about this. We don't know how long the prophets had been around, but we know that when he was brought to the temple, there were two in the temple, Anna and Simeon, and there may have been others before them. So at some point, this was a prophecy that God had given that he would be called a Nazarene. Well, that is the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.